and you're listening to the one two three show with me, Sadio Osmani. Which means it's a Thursday and it's time for Artsing Round with Andrew Dembina. And let me just say good afternoon to you, Andrew. Hello. Good afternoon, Sadia. <laughs> how are good. you? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you enjoying the weather, are you? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm pretty good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh uh, warming up feels a bit like summer almost. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's nice without the humidity, though. So, Andrew, what's up yeah. on the art side of things? Lots happening? Okay, right. Well, I'm going to start off with something very local. Um, although uh, galleries are restricted in numbers, um, they're self-regulating mostly, <laughs> and they are really going for invitations or people booking appointments. This is commercial galleries, but uh, actually a lot of the, uh, the government-run uh, museums and galleries are still uh, not operating. So, um, but, but for the commercial ones, there's still a little bit of stuff going on. I want to start with something that's actually happening unusually through an auction house, which is Bonhams Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And there's some really lovely work, which I sent Sardia earlier on, sent you Sardia, and I know you've posted, haven't you? It's on my Facebook um, page, Sardia's Marnie, Radio 3 RTHK. Go and have a look at it. Right, so this is the very, very colourful, mm. uplifting work, in my opinion, of uh, a local painter by the name of Stephen Wong, and he has got these really large-scale paintings which are on show at the Bonhams uh, Auction House um, Gallery, which people are able to go along to. I'll give you the details at the end of this mm-hmm. little segment. And he always paints on a massive scale, usually on canvas, but sometimes on other materials as well. He uses either oil paint or acrylic, which uh, acrylic is a uh, similar effect for those listening who don't know as oil paint, but it's water-based, kinder on the environment, and doesn't take so... Uh, long to dry oil paint can take many many hours and for people who have studios in hong kong it means that you have to keep clear of something that's going to take up to 24 hours to dry so acrylic is a more modern and convenient uh, medium for paint and it's used by many artists around the world um the artist himself then stephen wong in his 30s he has a show of work on um, before I tell you what they're all about, what do you think of the couple of images that I've sent you, Sadi? How would you, you describe Absolutely beautiful, really. It's a landscape, yeah. lots of mountains, lots of hills and water, but the colours are so vibrant. There's lots of beautiful purples and turquoise and mm. green, and it's, it's almost like um, it has a slight kind of animation feel to it. Um, Actually, yes. You know, yes. It, it, yeah. it has that, but it's just very vivid colours, I suppose, you know. It is a painting. You can see that it is. It's not. Isn't. It's not mm. probably supposed to be as natural looking as that. But, but there's that's lots right. of lovely colours. Yes. Yeah. You right. wouldn't mistake it for a photo, would you? Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, there are there are exaggerated colours from from nature, you could say, and um, the body of work that I've sent you, I've sent Sadia two examples of, is from ten very overscale, many meters across, and. Uh, uh, and down in height, uh, which are all about the landscapes that the artist has actually seen and made sketches from before making these photos across the Maclehose Trail, which crosses a lot of the northern New Territories from east to west. It goes crossways from uh, east to west across the uh, New Territories. 
and the exhibition is typical, though, of the fact that he does use bright colours, as uh, Sadia just described, and that some of his paintings previously, before this project, which has just gone on show, he has also painted scenes during the COVID pandemic period. Last year, he mm. put together some interesting, also, landscapes from places that he'd visited over the last few years. Some people have been, as we've probably all heard, and maybe undertaken a little bit ourselves, a bit of armchair travel, whether it's watching travel programmes on TV, reading a good book that's about travel, because it's because we've mm. not been able to yeah, travel absolutely. in the normal sense. Mm. So, as an artist, he took out some of his sketches and photos from trips that he'd made before, um, and he was lucky enough, well, he planned to go there. He made sure that he got there to peruse Machu Picchu, which is... Uh, um, uh, mountains that have some very ancient relics and uh, some uh, some almost, uh, well, er early architecture made of stone. And also ja Japan's Mount Fuji. And the latter, Fuji, he did some paintings, which I didn't send you, but one painting was epic. It was spread across five canvases, oh, five wow. large-scale canvases, yeah, which I don't know how he got them out of his studio. Well, I do. When artists paint on that side, they have to then take them off what's called the stretcher. That's the wood um, structure behind that stretches the canvas to make it taut before it's painted on and roll them up to then go and exhibit them. They have to be reassembled, you know, when dried, of course, in galleries. And he had, he, he made these during, uh, you know, the 2021 period from his own sketches, as I say, places that he'd been to, but he also looked at satellite images from Google Earth and mm. also just went on to the internet to get additional pictures to the own source material he'd made on his own trips. Mm. But it's interesting that he produced things. I mean, on social media, I've certainly seen myself, and um, if you, it, I know you're on Facebook, Sadia, mm. if people um, are on that social media, we get reminded sometimes of memories don't we mm, and, mm. Um, and, and, and quite often for, for me not always but um, it'll be a holiday or travel picture over yeah. 10 plus years that pops That's up right. and so yeah as an artist I think it's a lovely idea that he did that however the exhibition that's on at the moment is uh, is all 10 very large scale again very vividly painted in colours um, and that is at the uh, Bonham's gallery which is in one specific place admiralty i mm -hmm. uh, and and if the listeners would like to find out more it's at bonhams.com slash stories and then there's a number i don't expect you to remember all this i've it's got it there on my facebook um, page too oh, i hope that you would that you yes would. good good and um the the, uh, the the picture of the artist himself and i don't know if you put that one up sorry yes. i haven't had time it's to all look. up there um, mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so you, you can see the scale. These are not as big as the ones of Fuji going across five canvases, but they are quite large when you look at the proportion of the artist standing against them. I want to mention something that the head of uh, Bonham's Modern and Contemporary Art, uh, and who is the curator of this exhibition, describes Wong's artistic style as surreal. Mm -hmm. Now, so, I don't know if you're familiar with surrealism, mm -hmm. um, sorry, but, but often it's a school of art from the 1930s originally and it would be René Magritte, the Belgian painter and Salvador Dali, the Spanish painter mm, who did mm. things that looked very otherworldly. Yeah. I would say surreal might be overstating it but there are very vivid colours but that's what this curator Marcelo 
Kong says, and he said that his colour tone changed completely over the last couple of years from what used to be more earthy to extremely colourful. So it's interesting during this mm. uh, time that he's gone really quite vivid. Um, and he thinks that uh, this is the best achievement, this body of work that the 35-year-old artist Wong has made so far. Wong's CV reads pretty impressively too. He has shown in the annual Art Puzzle art fair a couple of times and he's also been in the last 18 months um, starring in some commercial galleries in Hong Kong when they've been uh, able to open, which is, has been most of the time by appointment, as I mentioned before. Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 there was an article on him in CNN Lifestyle online and the writer um, actually joined Wong on one of his hiking routines before this exhibition went up at Bonham's. And he mentioned, the writer mentioned that he, that he observed the artist stopping every five to ten minutes to do a quick sketch of whatever caught his eye. <laughs> and he prefers it, apparently, mm. over taking photographs. So many artists do work from photographs and have done since, uh, well, early to mid-20th century, for sure. But, uh, but the artist himself says, nowadays, especially with technology all around us, I find that I see too much of it, yeah, yeah. Um, and don't want to be taking pictures on my phone. I would rather memorise it by oh. hand and brain. Even though it's not always accurate to do that, it helps me understand scenery more deeply. So that's interesting. But he's, he's, I mean, he's going old school there. Yeah, I was he's going full circle, isn't it? It's like people yeah. are going back to the basics and thinking, no, I'd rather do it by hand that's, compared that's to using right. technology. That's right. And mm. I think that we spoke a couple of weeks ago, actually, Sadia, talking mm. about going old school. Mm -hmm. Do you remember there were a couple of, there were two female artists who were yes. painting quite realistically? Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and one of them actually took scenes from old photographs and painted them in a sepia tone yeah. so yeah maybe this is a trend actually yeah, yeah. to get more to you know rather than going digitals and i'm not going to mention those two letters <laughs> this week at all i know if, if anyone's been listening in the last couple of weeks they'll know why sadia laughed just now it's a medium of art that's very popular and we're not going to talk about it this oh, week. we're not going to mention <laughs> nfts at all today oh, really. <laughs> no. there you go well that yeah i think it's good to explain what we're talking about yeah. in case anyone's totally baffled there. um <laughs> So that is the uh, the first thing I wanted to mention. So do go, as I said, to uh, bonhams.com. It's lovely. Well, well worth it. A number. Yeah, they look yeah, lovely. Have a, mm. have a look at Sadia's Facebook page if you want to get that full uh, address, which will take you straight to his exhibition. And it's on in Admiralty, and you can, through that website, get details of how to book online. It's free, and you can just go along if you mm. think. I, I think I must make sure that I, that I get yeah, along there. It's on until the end of this month, so you've still got... Uh, a good couple of weeks, but it's still mm, on. So, next, it is off to um, things to do with the embattled Ukraine that we go. Mm -hmm. And France has just launched a very generous 1 million euros funds to help Ukrainian and dissident Russian artists who are fleeing the war that's going on. So, the French uh, culture ministry has made an initiative offering three-month residency for artists either that are fleeing from Ukraine or those who are documenting it in Russia that are finding themselves in trouble with the administration there. And they will have their studios paid for, they'll have their homes paid for, emergency telephone back to their native country paid for, all happening in Paris. 
Your telephone oh. line's getting a little bit wavy there. Hang on. Um, hopefully we should be okay. Take a deep oh. breath. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I hope I hope you can't say everything there. Yeah, it's just gone a bit funny. I think maybe just um get the get it a bit closer to your mouth or something. Let's just see. Hopefully it'll be all right. I haven't moved, I'm afraid. It could be that uh, it's sounds dirty. Yeah, it is a bit distorted, I'm afraid. Um, shall we redial, maybe, or let's just uh, okay. let's, let's maybe well, yeah, let's just read out, and then we'll come back to you in just a few moments. Then, sure. all right? Okay, okay. Sure. And I think I can build this up one now, <laughs> and I think Andrew is much clearer now. <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Is that better? Yes, it is. The gremlins were in there. Yeah, hi, Sadia. That's, that's much better. better. Yes, much yeah. better. Okay, good, yes. Good, Let's pick up where we were. carry on then. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, so the Ministry of Culture in France pledged um, quite a lot to, uh, to, uh, in support of artists fleeing Ukraine, one million euros, and to dissident Russian artists. It was announced just a few days ago. It's about to begin very soon. And the spending really goes towards professional artists for studios, as I said, and other living expenses, but also to art students who were undertaking um, full-time education as art students in university or other colleges to get a tertiary education in one of the arts, not just the visual stuff, but also performance, theatre and design subjects as well. And the French Minister of Culture met representatives over the last week from French arts colleges and organisations which have educational um, aspects going on or, and also studios, artist studios that have multiple studios for French artists where some of these incomers will go for a few months. Mm. And they want to be uh, supportive so that creative work won't stop because of, you know, the stuff that's going yeah. on in Ukraine right now. That's all there is to say on that, but I thought it was a, uh, just a yeah, good um, positive great. gesture within the arts Absolutely. that's happening. Mm. Yeah, and for another another subject also uh, from Ukraine itself this time, we spoke of the preservation a, about two weeks ago, I think it was, of the historic old Arsenal Art Museum yes. in Kiev, yes. and which had thankfully at that time not been damaged. And it's a different... Um, city that I want to talk about today, I want to mention. It's a building, uh, a museum building that has unfortunately been heavily damaged in the battle-ravaged city of Chernihiv that predates Moscow and is home, it's very old, it pre it's got a cathedral that uh, dates back to the 11th century. The director of the Vasil Ternovsky Museum has been posting quite emotional updates on his Facebook uh, page as Russian forces shelled that city and in doing so destroyed some of the compound structures for this museum. Um, it completely when there was shelling by the Vol Bolsheviks in the Russian Revolution in 1918 and 19... Mm. Survived unscathed in the Second World War when there were German bombs that uh, that were so it's gone through a lot, in, yeah. In the city, yeah. Mm. Um, it, 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 but um, it's a Gothic revival building compound named after the Ukraine's well, one of the Ukraine's most famous uh, collectors of art and artifacts, and it was home to many uh, pieces. But the bombed building, which has been pretty much levelled 
was a 19th century one. There were a few buildings that are still, however, intact and only slightly damaged. So that's good news. It's not, um, it was one, one building took the brunt of it and a lot of things have gone from that. But the museum vaults, which are below ground, storage areas, that is for artifacts and artworks, are largely intact. So double fingers crossed mm. that, um, that it will remain that way. And on a totally different topic, I thought I would finish on a light finish mm-hmm. in more ways than one. And this is this is to do with a photograph that I sent you just before we started speaking yes, today, Sardis. Yes. Um, I thought um, because the last two topics out of four were uh, of a you know of a serious nature, that I would look for something that was a little brighter to finish with. And um, it's a picture of the Peninsula Hotel. Mm lit up in green and um, why do you think that is Sorry, for st patrick's day yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's it. they're using the facade of the old part of the hotel and a little Today. bit going up the central tower okay. to do as they have done making almost an art installation out of their facade and this is done all over the world where you get some oops uh, seeing that I'm losing you again, Andrew. Awesome. <laughs> I keep losing you, Andrew. Oh, no. The lines are a bit funny. Really? So is this is this going to stay? Ah. The facade's going to be there? Like, obviously, it's St. Patrick's Day today, so it's going to be there for a while um, or just today? That's it. it- it's going to it's going to be just just for today mm-hmm. they put it on yesterday and it's going to stay on just for today and they normally have a parade they normally have oh. a parade in their um in their entrance oh. area uh, on St Patrick's Day it's something they've done for a long time they won't be able to do that because of distancing laws this year mm. but they're doing this on the exterior instead oh. and it will follow i don't know anyone who may have gone past the Salisbury Road Tim Choi structure during Chinese New Year over the last yeah, two to three years. Lanterns outside, they do, yeah. What a beautiful display. They, they do, do lovely ones. They, yeah. Yes, yes. I, I, I live quite close by, so I see it every so often. But it's really, really lovely. Mm. And they've got the lanterns hanging. So they change the, the things that are hanging outside. But I look forward to seeing this, actually. You have about a minute or so, now, I think. <laughs> but, but that sounds lovely. But so somebody has to really catch it tonight then, really, don't they? They do. If you happen to be in the TST vicinity tonight, listeners, I think it's just a lovely bit of positivity to see, you know, just something to put a warm smile on people's faces. While things are not able to go ahead in a normal way, you know, we've had the Arts Festival, which is still going on mostly online, and other events which have been happening online. We mentioned Art Buzzle earlier in the report today because the artist that we started off today's chat with has been in Art Buzzle before. And uh, Art Buzzle, for the last couple of years, has really had to scale down. Out of the last three years, only really in the last 12 months did one that was actually in its physical form. Otherwise, it's been doing virtual galleries. But it's nice to see something being used mm. in a creative way on the outside of a building, yeah, as they uh, are doing now. Looks great. Absolutely. Brilliant. That's great. I look forward I to seeing that. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go and see that tonight. Mm. Well, Andrew, thank you ever so much for today's thing. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again next Tuesday for food and drink. So Indeed. thank you. Have a lovely weekend. All right. See you then. You